Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. David Faustino. Wow. (laughs) What was his rap name on that show? Davey B? No. No, Bud um, B? Bud Master B. Bud Master B? No, something Master B. Bass Master, Funk Master. Bud. Blastmaster, Blastmaster, Blastmaster B, Blastmaster. Nah, there we go. Because because it, it was corny, but it was still like somewhat rooted in like it was old very school hip hop. Yeah. It was just Grandmaster B. It was just Grandmaster B. It wasn't yeah. no. We we look. I think it was. I was talking to Bassmaster. I, I watched too much fishing. Bassmaster. That's very Bass Florida. Yeah, but it wasn't there. There was um. Oh, is is Bass Blaster? I don't know if you remember that. It was wait, wait, Alaska. I know you look. It's really just Grandmaster B. That yeah, just look it up. Yeah, Grandmaster B. Oh, you know what it is? Wanted it to be. Remember, Kelly used to make a lot of fun of it, and she would call it different things like Ass Master or not. Probably not Ass Master. That's obvious. But she would call it like you know, Stud Master or Shorty Man B. Like she would make a lot. So that that's messing with my mind. But do you guys remember uh, Boss Blaster or (laughs) Bass? Bass blaster, I guess. No. Wasn't that a Florida thing? <laughs> no, it was like some. It was like some white dude that came out around the same time as Milkbone. Oh, oh no! Yeah, Milkbone's gonna be in the the the, the uh, tournament. Oh, he's the sixty four yeah. white rappers. He's, he's like start, he's like a he nice started season. a nice and smooth second record. Wow. Wait, this on a single or on the second LP? The second LP, Bass Blaster started his That's career still in ninety. What's that? That's ninety. Yeah, he was in the nineties. Early 90s, though, I'm just yeah. saying, like, started on oh. Ain't a Damn Thing Change on a posse cut, uh, titled Down the Line. I, oh, I think, I think for the field of 64 white rappers, we should get Sun Raw and Jazz soon. And because last time we had four people, and I'll just be like the, the host moderator, okay? Yeah. That's fine, yeah. I remember, I, bought, I remember I bought a Biggie Smalls record back in the day, and it wasn't the notorious B.I.G. I bought the white dude with the yellow label. So wait, was um deep? Help me out. So the cover, you couldn't tell? Like, was the cover obscure where you didn't, if you didn't know, you would know? It was a white label. It was a white, you know, white cover, you know. Oh, yeah. And then, then, like, it just said Biggie Small. So I was in, um, it was in uh, Bondi's by Park Row. That was, like, the record spot in NYC. You, You would get records for straight $5. Right. And um I saw so it's like I didn't I was what I was 13, 12 and I heard about Biggie Smalls. So then it was like notorious B.I.G. Who's that? Then this Biggie Smalls record. That's what I'm looking for. That's yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Biggie Smalls is the illest. He is the illest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I put that on and I'm like, nah. He makes uh, Michael Rappaport look like he has a tan. I don't know if you ever saw pictures of that too. Yeah, oh yeah. But this is also funny enough, isn't this also the era of like the other Havoc and Prodigy, like there were acts. With they were a little bit later. Names, Havoc and Prodigy, but uh, yeah, but there were yeah. acts with similar names that would yeah. try to like. They were around. Off. They were a very similar time frame. Yeah, like the act that would take the yeah. other guy's name, but be in another region. Yeah, they they, they were on the West they would, Coast. They were, they were yeah, like, I mean, Doctor Dre. There's two Doctor Dre's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that Havoc and Prodigy, those guys were on the West Coast. Yeah, they were around. Yeah, they were. They were Havoc and Prodigy when they were Prodigy got at them. When they were poetical, with the other name in the group, poetical. The first prophets. Prophets. Yeah, they came at them then. So I'm just saying, like, there was a lot of grifting in terms of like, oh, we'll just take those guys' names, change the spelling. Yeah, mm-hmm. might, and we could book some shows out here before. But it could also just before. be one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, 
you know, it's in the collective unconscious. Let me just grab like. But yeah, Havoc, we're going to take Havoc with Prodigy. Those yeah, two that, words, which those, have yeah. everything I in mean, common. that's that's a real, a real a long thing. shot. But that's a stretch. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember um, it, it, it didn't last long. We, y'all don't remember when GP Wu was trying to fight for like their Wu, their claim to a Wu identity. And it didn't really last long. They came out that one CD. Uh, it says, um, like, it has a, so they weren't really Wu? No, they like so they had they, they, they were, like, were Jason. I think they were out there, and they had the one thing I understood about it their um logo. It was like a G and a P, and yeah, they yeah. Marry it, each it other. formed it like a great. W, yeah, a G and a P, yeah. The and other so Havoc like, and Prodigy were first, man. Ooh, they came out in '88. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, it, then, it, then it was. Oh a, wait. Havoc and Prodigy, they were they were from Compton, right? Yeah, they yeah. formed in '88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their first album came out in '93. That's okay. right. So yeah, that's the that's some old Chuck D fight Oof. for your name in the in the um yeah. behind the studio. Yeah, I remember with, with that. Buster, with Buster with Leno and Ness and the young black teenagers, they go out <laughs> back and fight for your name. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. You oh yeah, all right. How different right. would everybody's career have been if it went the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> what are we here for tonight, Lance? What's the daily? All right, let's get it started. So I, th- I think I so I dropped the right rec- uh well, this label dropped a record of mine, and so I was invited to the show. That's I think that, that's our introduction right <laughs> there. Ladies and happened. gentlemen, welcome to a record a label dropped my record, so I was invited to a show podcast. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> I'm your host, Alaska. Boom. I'm here with Zilla Rocca, hey. Curly Castro. And tonight hey. we are joined by a longtime friend of mine. We go back to like what? Like the 90s? It was 99 in Saga's uh, studio. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is the homie Deep. Deep, say hello. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Um, wait, that, that's how everybody starts on YouTube. Hi, everyone. Yeah. What's going no, no, on? No, no, they say that they go, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Everybody hey has a phrase, but the phrase is always the same. Hi guys. Oh, they'll hey say guys. it in their own little word. So I had I had no intention. I've I've been doing instrumental albums as like on as my old man tip. Like I'm just not dealing with anybody mm. prior to the pandemic. And I was I've been having a really good time doing it. And it was like uh, different labels were putting out cassettes. And then I got on this label. I had an accident. You have a cat? I had an accident records. Yeah, so, yeah yes. running, nice. Definitely running in the back. My, my um, and uh, they were they had the guy Damien was in was a really big fan of Cryptic. Okay. And he was like, "Oh, is it um, Damien Beller? Is that his name?" Yeah, Damien Miller. Miller, right? Sorry, Miller. Okay. Miller, yeah, yeah. Damien Miller was like, "Yo, you know him?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know him." So then he put out the Parada record. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice yeah, yeah, he, he okay. put out the Parada record, and then um, and then after, and then um, we did the '90s Now show, uh, in I guess was that December, yeah, of 2018. Was it? Was it? Or was no, it was January? 2019. 2019. Right so now. it was 2019 January, I think. Yeah, and then March, because March yeah. was the last show that I did. Yeah, so it was December because it was before Christmas. Yeah. Yep. And then um. So um, then that's how I linked up with you guys. And you were like, oh, so, you know, uh, hey, Deep, you want to, you have beats, you have beats, you want to send us beats? And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm with it. And so if you would, if you wouldn't have done that, Alaska, I would have never 
so you kind of initiated that whole thing. So then I went back to uh, I went back to Damien and he's I was like, yeah, Alaskan Cryptic just asked for beats. And he's like, so why don't you make an album with them? So then then the pandemic happened. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and Cryptic I and I were like, we'll start it this week. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yes. Yeah. I was going to go up to that one. And you're yeah. like, I had mm. the, I had the gig, the 90s now gig the day before everything closed down. You remember? Yeah. yeah I yeah. remember the, um, that was my birthday. We were supposed yeah. to go up. Something okay. happened. We didn't go. Uh, I think you will. Um, your son was sick. Um, was yeah, yeah. My, yeah. And, the the week literally of COVID, my son had we like were also not sure about what temperature. was going on. He had a temperature, so we yeah, last COVID was literally the, the last minute. We did not yeah. come up there. I had a, I had a session day, in Brooklyn. They shut. I was going to go to go to that show, and then I had a session with Dove the next day. Everything was booked. Everything was in, and, and and you were like, and my son was so sick, and then. Alaska, I remember I asked you how to go. You were like, it felt like post 9-11 New York. It's very odd. Yeah, everybody right was nervous about it. was a weird show, night. Show. Yeah. And then that was and then that Monday the world shut down. Yeah. And it was also the night that um fame from MLP showed up. Yeah, he did yeah. show up. Word. He was looking over the record. I was like, whoa, hey. Oh. <laughs> I I didn't yeah, bring any like, up though. Yeah, so wait, it was Alaska, like, real quick. Do you worry that the pandemic you know, siphon a little momentum for the event? Um, it was building up or I mean, maybe, I don't know. I I just, you know, I never really thought of it as anything more than like a chance to hang out with all friends. Right. So, which I think it's a really good vibe. Yeah. Little fame show it like, you know, Mikey, like it seemed like it's building up. Like, Hey, this is going to be the place. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seemed like it. I think it's kind of cool. Like to have Mike one week and then fame show up. Um, I mean, it would have been cool if it was like not COVID, but last time was super (laughs) cool too. It was like, I don't know if we had anybody like super wild show up, but it was just like the vibe was still there. It was. So, yeah, it was definitely very comfortable yeah. anyway. And so then that, like, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So yeah, that, 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 I mean, but that's, that's what this, that's what this is all about. It's just these events sparking uh, creative endeavors. And then um, so pandemic and then I'm at home with my son and I send out feelers to every, and so I send out feelers to everyone. Everyone picks joints and they come back to me and, and it's pandemic. So it's not like I'm going to go chasing after people. Right. For verses, everyone wasn't doing anything really, you know, unless they were doing something. But then people weren't doing anything. I got verses. You know, we I, I put a compilation together because I'm a producer. So and I just like the way a few and, and I and I went for like the whole uh, this. like Well, because of 90s now, I wanted I wanted it to have that. This is OG NYC kind of sound. And I really mm. made no like concessions to be modern or mm. be on that wavelength that people are just none. I'm mm. just going to be me. And then I'm on my like I, I have an MPC 4000. That's what I use. Mm. And then uh, even during the pandemic, it broke down and my boy oh, gave shit. me a computer <laughs> and he gave me a new MPC to connect with it. So I could be like cryptic, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> With the technology and it's still there. It's just like, I haven't turned it on. Yeah. Oh, and shit. I just waited for my NPC to work again. I blew it and it turned on. <laughs> it's the, like an Atari cartridge. Yeah. Like a Nintendo cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to blow in the hole and then boom, oh. it, it, it started working again. And I was able to finish my album. And, and so uh, what on some like, Oh, I didn't know what to call it. So I was thinking like, oh, the last of the New Eurekans. And then I'm like, ah. And then, so the name of the album is called What Dad Listens To because um, it's very much, I mean, we're, we're like the, the prior generation and there's a whole new generation of kids who might not listen to what 
we like or, or the aesthetic. Yeah. And so I'm just going to say that's what it is. You know it's what I mean? Oldies rap. It's oldies rap. Um, I, I was thinking about um, it in terms of jazz and how um, like the parallel between jazz and hip hop and that you, I, I don't know if, if you're Zilla, you're, you, you, you produced. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember how like, when you went looking for like 70, like let's say you went through jazz records and you started getting into that whole like 80, like 79, 80. Yeah. And then shift. the jazz got really weird. And then it was yeah. lighthearted and, and, cool. and electronic. Um, I forgot the guys. Uh, starts with an F, the Fat Back Band. Uh, they had like a lot of later albums that were like electronic. And then you're like, what? This is the same Fat Back Band? So yeah. I think we're in that era of hip hop where everything is electronic and, and weird and mass produced the same way. Yeah, that, a, lot um, of, um, a lot of effort to would not sample. Yeah. And, oh, and, oh and, that killed a lot of things back in nine. It was, uh, yeah, I remember that movie was going hard in 2008, I, 2009. I'm not a producer. Yeah. So I'm not a producer, but I felt like people felt like they can pick up a keyboard and kind of get chords in their mind and then yeah. transfer it to other things and then make these. But truth be told, you're not a classical magician. You weren't musician. playing gigs. You know, unless you're ill mind. Yeah. You weren't doing sessions. Most, I'm just saying, most guys that did that switch to yeah. get away from the sampling weren't necessarily session musicians or they had an instrument in mind and stuff but i think it wasn't that easy because i remember you know i'm not a producer but i do try to convey ideas and i remember i'd be like yo can y'all play this and i would hear the guitar player try it but i'm like you know what i started realizing like, he doesn't have the same guitar that's yeah. from that's from that the sample we want so yeah. it's not going to sound exactly the same no. and i think right that lost in translation yeah well, yeah or the same mood that that dude had you know that day, when right. he heard it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean um like our, our whole genre is based on using what you got and, and right. it's not like we had music lessons in public school they ripped so, it out of schools right when we were getting cracking they took all those programs our last thing yeah. i learned how to play was the recorder Yes, <laughs> hot cross buns, B. Hot cross buns. Yes. That's all I know. We used to play that on the bells. Yeah. 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 So that that's 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 what we know. And so then you know, I was always like sampling on cassette, like bringing it back, rewinding. Mm. I was mm. doing well, whatever. So whatever so my dad was a street mechanic, and and like he would also get like parts, like 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 DJ parts and like oh, mixes, wow. and, and and he would get like records, record players, cassettes, and I, we got our first CD player because he helped fix the car, and the guy came up short, so he would give him. Yeah, I would get you know gear, oh, equalizers, and all that stuff. That's dope. That's dope. My dad was a street mechanic. Um, so uh, like you know, I never came up on like dope twelve hundreds. I was always trying to blend on on belt driven. And that was <laughs> I think yo. I went with my belt went. I had this old technique. Um, yeah. I got it from um this this classic record store here, Armand. They were selling. Like, I know. Yeah, thirty thirties. So they yeah, had the, um, they had the one um back in the day. They had the one on Eleventh Street, and they had. Next door was like the studio um, equipment portion, so they had to rent the next door door sandbox. Yeah, remember and sandbox automatic? No, no, no. I'm talking about Philly, you know? Yeah, back in the day. No, I never went to the store. Not my, not not in person. I know about Wait. the online shit. Oh, you talking about Armands? Armands in Philly? Yeah, yeah. Armands in Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we got Armand, we got Armands here on West Thirtieth. You got in, uh, like in in um Center City. Yep. Yeah, 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 back yeah, in the day, yeah. So, so they, yeah, so anyway, I bought this old technique and it had a belt in it. But I remember it like getting off the track, and I was like, How do I fix this? And I opened it up, and I saw the belt and I had to the, retrack it. Yep, 
Yeah, that's when that's when I would go into the garbage and look for other turntables and pull them out. See, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, make it. And, work. And, but like that, that that was the. That, I mean, that's like the lifestyle. That's like the hip hop lifestyle. I don't think these kids, um, have that perspective of like, yo, uh, dumpster diving, and and looking for things that'll work. You know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, other man's trash is another man's treasure kind of mentality that we had growing up the way we did, and, and it affects. I was going to say, I think you could look at like all genres like that, right? Like I remember reading about the kinks, like when they wanted to get that distortion sound before anybody had that distortion sound, the only way they could do it was to cut holes into their amps. So cut holes into the speaker so the speaker would rattle and give them the distortion sound. So it's like for, I think for musicians, it's always been about like hacking the technology yeah. Until people yeah. figure out how to make the technology that you were, you were right. trying or to just have. or just hacking the technology to um, shun the technology when we yeah. get to the aging part. Like I know one of the good things um, coming out to Philly when I did was Questlove was really experimental with fucked up drums. Like mm. to get a certain drum sound, he would have drums that were torn apart, nice. and, like retape them, yeah. or or put a pan where a, a kick drum is supposed to be, and, and then he hit <laughs> the pan. You know what I'm saying? But in the drum set he had like i remember he was doing like finding old like bass drums that were like warped but still using them to get a certain sound he was really like obsessed with that perfection through imperfection so oh boom roy c has a term for that it's called he calls it desire lines Mm. and it's like when you think about like being on a college campus there's like all like the sidewalks and the grass areas yeah right but in every grass area there's an area that's just like a brown gray path that people walk so it's like instead of like looking at the sort of prescribed idea of what should be people basically take it upon themselves to create the necessary paths that they want. Oh, that's cool. That's like, I remember you guys talk about little fame. I remember they said he found the sample, the foreigner, the foreigner record that became cold as ice. Oh, yeah. They were like walking to the studio in the rain and he just saw a, tr- a trash on the sidewalk, and one of the records was the Foreigner record. Of course, of he course. just happened to grab wow. it on the studio, like he found it in the gutter. Yeah, I, I, I find and it made a million fucking dollars off that song. Yeah, yeah. happenstance, like, like literally. Dusty's yeah. like, I've seen people go into they go to the record store, right? They take a you know snap for that, and then they then they work out a deal with the owner, and then they go downstairs, like into the mm-hmm. basement storage, and it's just. Yeah, they do that. Labyrinth, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You just, you, I mean, you are grabbing blind because there's no, there's no uh, 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 organization system down in those places. Yeah. It's just boxes and boxes. So, so, I mean, my my system was like, well, I'm, I'm in in the projects. They have like we have the Velatics, we have Laguardia, in the Lower East Side. And what I would do is just people people would die. And so <laughs> DJs would die. The old school DJs would die. And then, you know, they would have to, all their records would get thrown out oh, into yeah. the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you, know, you know, those big, those big bins. Yeah. yeah and true. that's, I, I would find them. And, like, and the thing is, I mean, growing, so I was like, man, this, this is not exclusive mm. to, um, to the Lower East Side. So I was going to Harlem and the Bronx and looking through those joints. People were like, yo, you're crazy. I'm like, I mean, as as long as I don't get stabbed with a needle or something, I'm yeah. fine. And getting free magic, free magic right there. Yeah, yeah. I but grew up yeah, in, yeah. Like I spent, I spent I, my I, time I, in Chelsea. I grew up there, kind of in Chelsea. In the Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. You know the bins. Yeah, oh, be, yeah. right in the and, middle. And, and and like you know, like for anybody to understand, uh, the listeners, like there's an immense amount of trash coming out of a project because there's so many people living there, mm. and it builds mm-hmm. up over a week. 
and it's just like you know what I'm saying stacks and stacks. So you definitely gonna find something. I know I don't want all these hipsters coming out to the projects looking through the garbage, <laughs> getting hurt. Well, this shit doesn't even I, make it to the garbage now. I got hepatitis. They own record C. stores upstate, and they come through and like buy up all the collections. Yeah, uh, estate sales. Yeah, of course. So, so my bad. So uh, we got sidetracked. No, so like, I, I invited a bunch of uh, a bunch of my friends, like Alaska Cryptic, um, guys that I also collaborated with. The first collab, like Low Deck, Jack Progresso, um, Breeze ever flowing, Breeze ever flowing. One of the also he was also on the album that we all first were yep. on on that one Didn't giant posse do- cut. That's ridiculous. That don't ever play it. Oh yeah. So my oh, well, I got a list more people right. Uh, I mean, if you want to, <laughs> there's other people on there. They're cool. Oh, uh, Fu is on there. Um, I was Germicide. Uh, who? Germicide. Oh, yo, Germis. So, uh, Germicide came about. Uh, I never met that brother. Um, but He's I knew. Good. Yo, my God. Um, so I, I'm, I've been. I've done a lot of comp, um, collaborations with Vaughn P and Tanya yeah, Morgan and Don Will, and um. So they were gonna they were gonna jump. So I was always cool with the legendary. Like AOK crew was yep. always cool with the legendary. That was like the brother crew back in 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. And then um, so he put out on IG, he was like, yo, Germicide is hungry, he's he wants to do some collaborate. I was like, and I jumped on it. Yeah. Like well, it's not gonna and I heard him on some of Von P's joints, and he was always it was always some like real slick, ill. It was yeah. just dope. And then uh, so I sent him three tracks. So I was like, you, if you're hungry, here, boom, three joints. And he destroyed them. Nice. Like he mentioned Grimlock's testicles in, in, in one of the songs. And I was like, God, ah, he's my favorite uh, rapper now. Because <laughs> you know, Grimlock has the too, flat right? front. Yeah, but, you know. yeah, yeah. Was, was that? No, he, he has an album with this dude, Expert. expert. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 these guys I, I packed it in my bag for tomorrow. Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah the, I definitely I, copped that. That that album is dope. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the first the first time I ever worked with Chong Wizard officially it was a song with Germicide. Nice. Yeah. On uh, the last it's called Comic Book Recommendations. German. It's me, Germicide. There's one more cat. I can't remember who's on it. Chong that Wizard one. has the sick covers, yo. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, guy. It's the guy. It, it's it. It looks like the guy who did the Promethea covers. Um, Williamson. I, I like my comic. I'm a big oh, comic book head. Um, uh, I think it's called J.H. Williams. But the guy who did the, you know, Alan Moore and the yes. artist yeah. who did Promethea, all his covers just remind me of oh, that. What the fuck is his name? Yes. Uh, and I, he did I'm, the Batwoman album cover right now. Yeah. Let me see. He did Batwoman. He, and then there's <sighs> another book that he just did on it, on, on image that it's like long. It's like uh, horizontal as opposed to, oh, you know, the. Shit. Uh, and it's really crazy. It's like so, but the visuals of a lot of Chong's stuff just remind me of that, and it's so dope. Yeah, Chong's Chong a G right there. Now, I would like to say something about the audios, but I'm just so busy. You know what I'm saying? I don't get mm. people put out so much music, and yeah. I don't get to hear it. I don't get to hear everybody's stuff, and I don't expect everybody to hear mine because, you know, we're busy. Right. Yeah. Pretty much, the, yeah. the era of oversaturation. Is yeah. yeah. Everything gets like one listen at this point. Yeah. <laughs> If, if, yeah, if you got that time. Yeah. Because you really have to, you know, time is so precious these days. You really have to devote time to actually listen. That's why, I encourage, good, you know, look, that's why I encourage everybody to go to the gym because uh, that's, that's, my, that's, that's my shit. You go to the gym or you go running. I and this, that's yeah. how you can listen to stuff. But some rappers are real dangerous in the gym. Like, F you, um, 
Alaska. You almost hurt me in the gym. <laughs> this dude in uh in um was it it was the evolution, right? Yeah. You said people's reading levels fudge. Super fudge. Super fudge. And I was like, oh, because <laughs> because like you messes up your breathing when you giggle, or like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And like he throws some lines out there, F you throws out some funny stuff. So I mean, some uh like Vaughn P is also if you listen to a whole like Vaughn. Tanya Morgan oh, yeah. album. Oh, so good. Those guys are hilarious and you could be doing an X. So make sure you're standing up. Don't have any weight like coming down on it. Don't bench press around those guys. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, bench pressing. All right, we yeah, like, hit our first. I got to hit the first, first break. break. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do it. We'll hit our first break and then first we'll come break. back. So it's, uh, what, uh, it's, it's uh, what dad listens to by Deep of the Two Hungry Bros. Yes. Yes. We will uh, We'll put the link in the in the show notes as well. Beam. The purchase link, not we'll, the listen we'll, to, we'll to for free link. And I think this yeah, we'll put we'll songs play in a song well. right now. Yeah. So right how about that? About our D evolution won't be televised, yo. Our D evolution won't be televised, yo. Our D evolution won't be televised, yo. Our D evolution won't be televised. I look back through a loop of cascading references. The last days, the interplay of tragedy and deference. It's everything that fucking sucks and everything we mustered up. Sadly, I'll just have to send regrets. I guess that nothing stuck. And that's the problem with these sloganeering tactics. Emperors only tend to fear the showgun assassins Tempers flaring, homeless prophets holding signs The end is near, fear and loathing COVID overloaded as the center tears Yo, they got me sentimental for the end days Went from five years left to a couple awful decades Had war, now pestilence And by my modest estimates These about to be some boom times for us pessimists We'll make great pets for a bureaucratic overlords I'll be at the crib getting drunk Bumping hold the floor Oh my lord, we like stupid is as stupid does Welcome to America our reading level super fudge. Yeah, our D evolution won't be televised. 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 We getting dumb, dumb. We getting dumb, dumb. We getting dumb, dumb. We getting dumb. We getting dumb, dumb. We getting dumb, dumb. We getting dumb, dumb. We getting dumb. Yo, life is chainsaw juggling is puzzling. Don't fuck with politicians, man. Democrats, Republicans, all a bunch of demagogues. I don't know how you stomach them. All facing heels, man. It feels like it's SummerSlam. Scapegoat society, blame it on the single mothers. Sucker born every minute. PT Barnum, Ringling Brothers. Ring around the rosy, it's the great plague and black death. Night of living base heads when faced with the last breath. Inhale vapors from bright lights that shine. Breathe out, we smoke. Retrace the skyline It's sci-fi means polycide The folly of pride uh-huh. And we all turn to Gollum When we follow a tribe uh-huh. Yo, the truth becomes a lie When deprived of its context It's enterprise, political, industrial complex Incentivize the dopes Getting doped up on dopamine Behold the pale horses Force-fed through the dopest mean We getting dumb, dumb We getting dumb, dumb We getting dumb, dumb We getting dumb Getting dumb, dumb, we getting dumb, dumb, we getting dumb, dumb, we getting dumb. So I just happen to like turn on the TV to have background stuff on, and they have bare knuckle boxing 
on TV. Whoa, God damn! I'm usually that, watching AEW right now. Is it now, Russian? But... No, is it Russian? No, Russian. I think it's Irish. Yo, the Russians Ooh, are doing wow. some else. Brad Pitt style. The, um, yeah, the octagon. Yeah. It's always bloody. They always fight and throw sucker punches at the face-offs before wow. every fight. Almost all the time, they get into like a fist fight, and then people got to pull them apart from each other. Yeah, these dudes are in legit. It's a smaller boxing ring, so you don't have nearly enough room to move around. These dudes are just throwing bare knuckle. Nice. God damn. It's like... Like dogs. I feel like that's just like short careers waiting to happen. Well, I mean... <laughs> Not only you get fucked up, you fuck up your hands. Though. Yeah, their yeah. hands are all taped, but no, you still oh. you still break. Yeah, knuckles. it still hurts. Yeah, breaking knuckles. You, you it's a lot of like like your hands like really warped, gypsy right? tattoos. Oh, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, what was the name of the move? Snatch. Snatch. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like dags. Yeah, pairing a blue for me, man. Dags. Pairing oh. a blue caravan for me, man. Man. What did he say? He said he wants dogs. a periwinkle blue caravan for his mom. It's like, oh, dogs. Yeah, dig. I like yeah, dogs. Dig. Yeah, dig. Yeah, dags. 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 And it's funny because when you do take a minute to listen to them, they are talking regular. Yeah. See, that much. movie also <laughs> proves the theory that the best Brad Pitt performances is when he's not the lead. It's also mm. when he plays a total weirdo. Yeah, like but he also, reading. but yeah. that movie is tricky because Ocean's he kind of steals the lead because even though Statham is in there, they're doing like yeah. a lot of narration, so it almost yeah. turns them into the overdubs where he's like the guy in the mix, and then also by pulling the rug at the end, you know, uh, wait, by, wait, wait, and snatch and snatch. Yeah, was the rug the, at the end? It makes it like it's his movie, and the fact know, that who they're showing it? the announcing team. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can see this. Oh. Can you see what they look like? They literally oh. look like characters from Snatch. There it is. Like Harry, they, they, they they work for hard Harry. Harry. Oh yeah, uh, for yeah. Harry. Yeah. Sit, sit down and shut up, you big bald fuck. Big <laughs> Dude, I, I miss Dennis Freena, bro. Dennis Freena cursing is like one of never the never have a battle, never have a rap battle in a pig farm. Yeah. Nope. What I was talking about. Yeah. Would have broke. Looking like a weed plant with a broke, broke arm. Yeah, no smoking lawns like a woo song. Woo song. Yeah. More better than a. Serenity now, no better than yeah. that. So. All right, everybody, we are back. Um, so the topic for tonight, we're going to talk about getting old in hip hop and sort of is there ageism in hip hop? What is like, you know, sort of this is sort of a new thing in hip hop, I think, where it's like the older people having a career yes. and, you know, the game not ending for people at like 25 or 30. Well, let's 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 precursor it just in the nature of. I, I kind of no, oh, hold, hold on. There was no older rappers successful because rap was young. Yeah. Times and then so people were getting deals at 16, 17, 18. So it was given the illusion that rap was young man's game. You age out around 23. Yeah. You go do something else. But rap hadn't hit its 30 year mark, the 40 no, year mark we just passed. So like but also the I mean the older artists, they weren't well, sticking around. No, they weren't making I, well, music they, consistently. Yeah. And they didn't have the um, they didn't have the success of other genres being allowed to age out like yeah. rock. You can do your retirement tours and all that stuff, and rap wasn't even in that. Sphere. Yeah, no. Okay, but then Sean Price came. <laughs> Hell yeah! I think I think that was a big. I I, I just remember that being a big like wow. On his you third know. career, if you will, his third. Yeah, and like coming from I, because everybody was on the rock on rock. You know what I mean? Rockness yeah. monster. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And then yeah, yes, yeah, yes. he comes and he's the gorilla now. And it's like, what? 
and he just, I don't know, release after release, consistency, and, and everybody wanted him. Everybody in Europe wanted him on a cameo. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. How old was he when he when he dropped it by himself for the first time? Probably like, like 30. Early 30s? Probably like mid-30s, early 30s. How, how old was he when he was in the like the first Helter Skelter album? I think they were, they were 20s. I don't think they were teenagers. I think they were like 20s. Early 20s. I mean, because they're, like they're on Black Moon. High school. Yeah, he, he's my age. So he was born. In, wow, he was born five days after me. He was Damn. born in 72. Okay. So around, so in the mid 90s, 96 and all that, when they were, he's like when, they, 24, when they were doing Helter Skelter. Yeah, it was like yeah. 20, 24. And then his and then, solo stuff, Monkey Bars came out in 2005. Yeah. So he's, so he's 33, 33. 33. Yeah. 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 So early, like early, early, mid. And that's, and then for the, the listeners, that's what we're saying. Like older rappers, like, and cause we're saying 31 and on, and we'll be talking about 40 plus rappers because back in the day, it just, just, you know, it just seemed tacky or somewhat, or just the audience wasn't giving people a shot. If they knew, like, I remember there was a lot of, um, hiding ages bios didn't tell you how old people were. Cause it was a yeah. time where it would say your name, a comma, your age, a comma, and then, you know, your attributes and stuff. And then they started kind of fading that out. Had to do yeah. with Aaliyah and R. Kelly's nastiness, but it also was like, <laughs> you wouldn't want them to know you were too young. You wouldn't want them to know you. So you wanted yeah. that teen uh, money. So you wouldn't let them know, you know, same thing they did with like 90210 with like, you know, Jason Priestley's like 22 playing 18 year old, you know? Like, unless you're Jay-Z though, because everybody knew Jay-Z. Oh, well. Well, when he started an original flavor, I feel he was still young with the gold. He was still young, yeah. I mean, even reasonable doubt, he was relatively young, right? Late Late twenties, late twenties, yeah, late twenties, yeah, late twenties. I get what you're saying. Like, I always think back the ideal. What's the prototype? It's Cool J for me. Sixteen years old, sign him, yeah, put him in a movie. He starts releasing records, what every two, three years or something like that. That seemed like the protege, like what you would want to do, get an artist at that age. And Ice Cube. Ice Cube, Cube was really Cube, young. Yeah. Yep. Was I the only one that thought Run DMC was like 35? Yeah, I, they, they had a lot, lot of black experience. I don't remember them looking young. I'll give you that. Yeah. I don't remember them looking. I mean, that, you know, me being a kid, like seeing them, I was like, oh, they're like in their 30s. But no, I remember like common looking young. LONS yeah, yeah, yeah. looking like they were in high school. Yeah, Tribal yeah LONS yeah. didn't look that old when they first started, you know, with the dread caps and all that yeah. stuff. Like they look uh, black sheep. I've been bumping them all week. Look very young, you know. Yeah. They had pencil mustaches, but they could have been seniors in high school. And then you had people like Chiali, who was like seventeen. Yeah, rolling with twenty. I mean, even Queen Latifah when she started, she had to be like what nineteen, twenty. Oh yeah, they were all young. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, like Buster was signed like sixteen, seventeen. I mean, they were all kids. Yeah. So, so what about Doom? Like, cause how does Doom play into? Well, like, I was going to say that. Start but the, Doom started when he was younger. How he did, but like. The sort of like hit the meat of his career, of course, of course, deep in his 30s, yeah. So, but I mean, thinking about that with him, I'm saying about that with Jay Electronica because I've been listening to him a lot. Okay, okay, I'm glad. And Alec was definitely well into his 30s when the blogs hit because listen, I I got the analogy, and this is the same thing with Danny Brown. This is like, oh, yeah, and then any any sport, it works. The injured player that doesn't get cut for the team but can sit on the sideline and watch the game from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So all the little youthful euphemisms they don't do when they come back, they're ready and they seem more mature because they saw right. things that did, did not work and will right. work. Right, right. And th- with that time off, like they were watching. It was, it's not like JLEC or even um, Doom took right. some weird hiatus from hip hop and just, you know, put on a blindfold for, t- for 10 years 
and then right. came in raw. Like they saw what was going on. They saw like, okay, I can fit this way. Same with JLX with the singles attack and then Doom with like, I'm totally flipping my style. There's a whole, right. you know, champ. Sorry, you what I mean. No, yeah, but I'm just saying like, it's when I was listening to JLX again and I get him, I'm playing all his like mid 2000 shit. Number one, like there was barely any pictures of him, but when, when you do see him, he's never had facial hair, which is what you're trying to do when you're not trying to show that you have grays everywhere, right? Because he was new at the time and he was rocking with, you oh. know, Just Blaze and everybody and Diddy. Um, but the Just way he men. was rapping, yeah, like, but the way he was rapping, I'm like, you, and I also realized he was old because he was always sampling Willy Wonka. If you were 24 in 2008, you don't know what the fuck Willy Wonka is like that. Like he was putting Willy Wonka clips in like six different songs, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and you have to be of a certain age to really love Willy Wonka. That reminds me of the Office episode. And, and he was always sick sampling Jack, like John Kennedy. Yeah, like, his references like were always you, like 60s related. You have like related. blazing saddles samples in your mood, in your music. Yeah, like but then like Kennedy, age. Truman, like he's sampling older things mm-hmm. even in 2008, which was 40 years old. So anyway, I just think it's cool to think about like I remember like when I was a kid, I was actively angry realizing like Method Man was going to be 30. Where I was like, "No, he can't get old. Fuck. Method Man can't be 30." But then that was the shit. phenomenon of if you notice a lot of artists were 29 for like that's what i'm saying right because you know, they would be 29 for like forever in, per- in perpetuity because 29 is still safe right. you hear the word 20 you know you don't think they're over the hill per se like that Nas right. grew up in the industry pretty well i mean yeah, he's a child actor essentially yeah you know i mean they, they didn't work but here's here's another um i'm glad you brought up the sean price thing here's another staple i think in the um in the uh movement for old rappers is um a friend of our programs and uh, former rap partner and group member with Alaska was um, Paul's adult rapper uh, documentary. I thought that was very um, transparent in showing that, hey, some of your old favorites are still at it, maybe at a lower scale, maybe in a different area than you knew, but they're still cracking away. And this is how they're doing it with their older responsibilities in their life in a different stage. I thought that was really revealing because the whole, you know, the crowdsourcing and the campaign, it being called adult rappers, which, you know, sounds, you know, trivial, but there is such a thing where people have to know you, you have to say it for people to have the conscious idea of an adult right. rapper, as opposed to, a, you know, a young whippersnapper, 19 years old, coming out, you know, rapping fire. Um, uh, Pete Rock was uh, circulating this uh, interview with Big Daddy Kane, talking about how, uh, you know, you got people like Bob Dylan and the Beatles, and, you know, Paul, I'm sorry, Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney could still sell out concerts. Whereas, you know, let's say you get, you know, we have Farrell Monch in New York City at a venue that will sell out, but it's not a stadium. Right. Yeah. You know, in New York City, he's not going to be playing Madison Square Garden. No. And, and, and that's just, and even I Big mean, Daddy. But Jay-Z will. Jay-Z will sell out arenas for the next 30 years. But Jay Z hasn't started doing his retirement material. He doesn't. Well, it's not like, even retirement. He he. I'm just saying, like, Paul McCartney's the biggest songwriter of all time. So yeah. he's and my dad is. My dad will be seventy soon. My dad was like saying to me, "Always, you want to go see Paul McCartney with me? The tickets are like three hundred bucks." No, but that's what I'm saying when I say <laughs> when I when I say he isn't doing his retirement material. Like he's not doing reasonable doubt in full and doing like 
Hard knock classics. fight over and over. Yeah. No, he's, he's just doing, doing the right the whole body of work, which he's is doing like unbelievable. He's, but he's also doing his current works. He's still like rapping his current things. Yeah, Paul McCartney still puts out albums. He put out three albums in the last two years. He's, he's okay, Rush. years old. But he's Rush in the, he's still in sells out. Right. He's yeah. in a realm where he'll do all his classics. Jay Z is not like doing classics for his fifty-year-old fans. So, so how about this though? Like when you compare those careers, right? Like there's a lot more material for a lot of those rock acts than there is for like the earlier hip hop acts to be doing like the long tours. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Big Daddy Kane had three records. Yeah. But Jay, but, but for Zilla's point, but show improves. Jay-Z has like 10 <laughs> plus records. I'm just saying he hasn't started doing, I don't, you know, I could be no, wrong. No, I, I agree with you, but, but I, I Jay, think. Jay did, Jay did a Reasonable Doubts show. He's did a B-side show. He hasn't done like the one tour off the one album thing that certain people do, but he doesn't have to because he's got fucking 50 hits from 96 till shit what he does with Beyonce. You know what I mean? So could LL Cool J do something like that though? Do you yeah. think LL could do like selling out Here's my point. Yeah. LL's yeah. not willing to like it's like an older. All right, I was watching Boys in Hood today and remember when um Furious was talking to Trey and he's like, hey, I ain't ready to be no grandpappy yet. Like, I, mm-hmm. I ain't ready for that. I don't think LL has entered that space because he still sees himself as current. He still does current music. What I'm talking about is like that. But I'm saying that, even like I mean Paul McCartney for all essential purposes is an oldies act. Right. right, like yeah. he has an audience. Legacy artist. Like, like no kids are going out to see Paul McCartney. Or right. Wayne. Unless right. they go with their or Wayne. Yeah, like you know right. what I'm saying. Like no kids are going to see that. And even if you're going with your parents, you're probably in your 40s. And what's the other guy, like the piano man? What's his name? That Billy Joel. Billy Same Joel. thing. Yes. Yeah. He hasn't okay. put out an so, album in 20, 30 Okay, years. fair enough. If LL puts out an album, nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm buying the hot new LL." No, shit. no, I don't think so. I'm just. But Paul well, McCartney's okay. putting out music as an excuse to tour, almost right. And I think sell shit. Yeah. Okay, you know I, let saying? me let me let me let me clarify. I think all I'm saying is there has to be a willingness for the artist to enter into oh. that retirement space and just doing all their oldies and not putting out music. I'm just saying, like LL just got that award. He doesn't seem like yeah. he's carrying himself like, okay, I'm kind of finally done with rapping. The same way Jay keeps unretiring. Yeah. But I, I'm coming from the other angle of the fan side of things. Okay. Like, could LL draw an audience of people that are going to come and see him play Madison Square Garden, play Staples Center. Like, you know, could he put together a stadium tour or like a residency, like the way like Jay could or fucking like Billy Joel or Paul McCartney can? I think LL could. No, I I don't think. I I, I don't know. I I think maybe. But I think the question is in the air, though. That's that's the whole point. So you remember recently we just had the Nas and Wu Mm -hmm. concert. A lot of people showed up for that. So, where was he playing those though? Was it like the garden or Barclay Center? I think it was. I don't know where it was. I can't tell yeah. you. I just saw pictures on on uh, everybody on the gram was posting it. Yeah. I okay. think it might have been Barclays. Okay, that, I mean and, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is there an audience? Yeah, yeah. and it was. Yes. So yeah. I think if it's promoted, and and uh, let's say rock. Well, who who? Uh, what's that big concerts? Rock, rock the bells. bells. Rock the bells. Yeah, rock the because yeah. LL just did that out in um Forest Hills. Okay, yeah, I know the that. Queen series, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like I'm wondering, like, are we at that stage right now where it's like we're doing oh, the Motown oh. reviews, right? Well, like, boom. remember, like boom, none boom. of the Motown acts were coming back and selling out stadiums on their own. That's but that's... as a grouping, they were able to. And there's the new thing, it's the three-headed monster. It's Cameron, Jada Kiss, and I, it might be AZ. 
It's another one, but the, the, mm-hmm. those three are now going on a tour on a road. Yeah. You can see advertising for it. To right. your point, Alaska of like, so those three know they have fan bases where they can yeah. weaponize their nostalgia, but it's best for the three of them to get together and combine their fan base. Yeah, because because I think in certain it might certain, be fabulous, certain stages sure. of the music, there weren't like there wasn't the focus on just one being act. an album artist for like 15 albums. Right. 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 Yeah, it was yes, like yeah. it was a very single driven culture. And it wasn't until really like, I think, probably the mid 90s where like the album became like the centerpiece. Yeah, it right. did. You know, like, I mean, you obviously had like N.W.A. and Public Enemy, and like some stuff like, yeah, De La. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of the bigger acts were was like singles, yeah, was, sort of singles. Yeah. So I'm wondering, could we do a De La Cypress Hill? Would that push? Because I, I mean, Cypress Hill is, sure. a, is Cypress a, Hill does well on yeah, our own yeah, right now. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, Deep, I think that's a great idea. I don't. Yeah. I've because I've seen Dela also like they go to Spain and it's like rock. Yeah. yeah. They, they 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 do stadiums. So yeah. Or like a native tongue tour. If they have. But I'm saying like in America, bro. Like. Yeah, that's the thing. It, that's what it, I'm saying. Like, popped off. I, that's the thing that I think could be lacking from what and we're talking about because I can see m- mad evidence of like even you know Jay Ruse popping in Germany, but can they come to the there, state? B. Yeah. Can they come to the states? And, and what I'm talking about, weaponize that nostalgia. Like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, well, I think we're just because, like, Kasher, you said at the beginning, it, it rap was young. And so, yes. it, because it was young, you were trying to get to see what 12 to 18 year olds are really fucking with. And they want the newest dance and all that shit. Now it's like, if everyone we know is going crazy to see Nas and Wu Tang, Nas just turned like forty six yesterday. Forty nine. Forty nine. I'm sorry, Raekwon just turned fifty one the other day. Met the man's like fifty something, so it's like this is the first time where we could be like, oh, me and all my forty year old friends want to go see rapping ass fifty two year old Method Man. Like that's now an option. Yeah. Versus before it was like if you were. 42 you were just arm beat out because you're like oh I, I can't stay up with like you know fucking little john or some but shit is, you know is, what i mean like is, you aren't um, is melly melanin don't they do retirement runs? see what, Probably, I, here's, yeah. here's what i'm confused when you when, okay when you axel say rose retirement like what okay. do you mean when you say retirement you mean <laughs> so, like i mean like when they them... say like i'm retiring this is the last show no no not the actual nomenclature maybe gotcha. so all like, these tours yeah they're doing more what you're saying old um, yeah, hit tours, and that's the nature of the tour. Like right. <clears throat> when Celine Dion does a residency in Vegas, she's yes. doing all her hits. She's not trying out new material yeah. or or you know in the studio. And that's all I'm saying is, is when I'm talking about artists carrying themselves like that. Like LL right. doesn't seem like he's carrying himself in. Okay, you can put me in the retired bracket. I'll come out and do some nostalgic stuff. I, he still seems like he wants to Catalog. be on the current bills. Right. Yes. Thank you. So, to, sorry to change tracks real quick. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you guys think that the death of the label model is what has sort of like reignited well, older yeah, because, rappers to come back? Because I mean, like yeah. since like twenty twelve on, like there's been like a emergence of a reemergence of artists that were like sort of hot in the late nineties and early two thousands coming oh, back most, and putting out better material than they ever did before. Most definitely, because the labels were dictating policy. So mm-hmm. when they when they wanted to age out of artists, it was easy for them. They would just you know talk to each other. We could act like they weren't talking to each other. Like this is like the Jedi and the um and the right. Empire. No, they would talk to each other like hey, I'm done with this guy. You want this guy? No, I don't want him. Yeah. You don't want him. Oh no, and that's it. There's only five teams, 
And now with the public and social media um, being so, you know, strong and communicative, you can weaponize your nostalgia. You can have a thousand of your fans that loved your second album just because of whatever, and they can rally to right. get you to come to their city and that, they, you know, then it starts generating and stuff. Whereas I think back that, in the day, you needed a label backing to help you with that. So I, I think the label influence reminds me of how, I don't know if you guys keep up with wrestling, how Vince McMahon is now yeah. out of the picture, yes. right? Yes. And now you're seeing um, in WWE, all these guys coming up with new styles, new moves, and it's just been reinvigorated because mm. they're not under that label pressure. That's just an analogy. Or, or when people went to AEW and started doing crazy flips that you never saw in, oh, in, cool. in, in WWE. And that, and that kind of reminds me of what you're saying, just how these cats can now flex, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that helps. You know what else? Like, um, when satellite radio first came out right like 15 years ago and you could just be like i just want to hear the grunge station i just want to hear like the 80s yacht rock stations right Right. and then then you go from satellite to like pandora then you get to like napster streaming youtube streaming music spotify apple music of the last 10 12 years then you could be like okay now we if i just only want to go on a car ride and just hear like 90s brit pop I don't need the radio. I don't need a label. I don't need to stop and buy the CDs. Yeah. I could just hit that playlist and get that shit rocking. And then, like, if, but if you listen to, like, terrestrial radio, if you listen, like, to the old school R&B station, yeah, it'll be yeah. like, yo, yeah, old school yeah. night. Fucking Bell Biv DeVoe, Johnny Gill, Mint Condition, coming to Philly, yeah. September 14th, <laughs> Leah Course Center, $18. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like the obscure target that shit. That you know meant mean? something to you. For whatever reason, in your you know in the earlier years, you now can hone in and specify and, and pull right. that album back up. Whereas what you're saying is, if you're just listening to top forty, they might never play Minnie no. Ripperton on an afternoon when you want to hear. Her. But now I want to hear Minnie Ripperton right, right now. Exactly. I just type in the name and it comes up, and that and I think that brings up a lot of like, oh my, you know, my grandma used to play this on Wednesdays, but now I, I oh I remember right. it now, or I, I go to Shazam. And I hear, um, or I can hum and the, something. And, and the labels, I don't know if you guys just saw a couple years ago, um, the labels are doubling down. And not even the labels, like the people that buy rights to music, mm-hmm. whether it's the labels or independent investment firms or whoever, they're doubling down and they're spending millions and millions on 80s music. Because mm-hmm. they know that's More the next... than money on anything else. Is 80s, 80s style of music? No, 80s songs like Hall and Oates. Like buying rights to. That's, that's buying the, the rights to that that's shit. The next, that's yeah. the next bags and, of soil. And they the funny part is with, with Netflix and Stranger Things and that Kate Bush song, yeah. when we get in the car going like quick ride to Target, my wife will just have like the top 40 station on. Kate mm-hmm. Bush is next to fucking Roddy Rich. Yeah, because and all this jump, and yeah, Jack Harlow. Into, yeah, because they, they that play song it at 11.15 every morning. They're yeah, running up the hill. And that yeah. song's 40 fucking years old. Yeah, that shit was like I went to a record store and my daughter loves that song. And like she saw my that son record. loves it, yo, because yeah. it's Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She right. saw the, the record on the wall. She's like, oh, I want that. And I was crazy. like, I was like, I'm not buying you a $60 record. Um, <laughs> or even what happened but with my man Dogface when he, I was um, talking, I was talking with the dude at the record store. He was like, that, that record was five dollars before. It was a bin, it was a dollar bin record. Yeah, I got it's, it. It's it's some yeah. regular ish shit. And then what happened with um 
with the cat dog face who was doing the um, skateboarding oh, in yeah. the street and he drank the cranberry juice and he sent yeah. that old um, Fleetwood sorry. Mac show. Oh, Mac Fleetwood song. Mac joint. Yeah. And then they, they started recharting and the Fleetwood yeah. Mac guy actually did it and everybody, you know, so it's just, the, it's different. Um, so shout out, shout out to the Beat Nuts. <laughs> yep. Because yeah. Se Acabo is, oh, yeah. uh, was, was charting. And, that, and that's off of my, my jam, Musical Massacre. Love that yeah. album. And that's so like, yeah. And now, and now I, I don't like, I'm, I'm with you, I don't like too much to sample snitching, but it seems like it's just the wave. But I do know Mark that, Anthony, that website Mark allows me to go and redig back old stuff that I it's yeah. in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like I go listen to old sample. Oh, boom. Oh, let me listen to um, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like just I go deep. Oh, you you, know, you guys know this. You know what song? I, I tweeted about this a couple weeks back. <clears throat> and this is dead ass, hundred percent true. I tweeted because a mobster. A fake mobster on HBO may or may not have died in 2007. I have to hear fucking Journey every week of my life. <laughs> this is small time girl living in a lonely world. They play this Don't song stop believing, yeah. bro. You, I'm like, did this come out last week? This song yeah. for the last 15 fucking years yeah, is played at the gym, at Target, Stadiums. Top 40, at the bar, Games. at the yeah. stadium. Yep. I thought game. that was I'm because like, of a sing song. That, that that show on uh, on Fox, the singing song, Glee. I thought that was because of Glee. But because be, Sopranos, but it, but it, but it, but it was, was the biggest Sopranos, fucking... It was the last song. It was the last, remember, it was the song at the end of yeah. the um, when they called Oh, it. I didn't watch Sopranos. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it, 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 also, it also kind of bangs, too. But it's it's, not, it's no, pretty not much for the last pretty much not to ruin it. I like separate did. ways better. Separate so ways, good. Yeah, that's a not to ruin it. It's, it's the it's the last thing song at the end of the series, so yeah. everybody started oh, getting into it again. Yeah. Like and everyone was watching credits. it at the same time. It was yeah, like a, it was huge a big thing. Mono culture watching thing. it, and so yeah. now that song is like imprinted, and everyone's like, "See, Sopranos. You remember that fifteen years ago? Yes. Yep. So, so I mean, this kind of this question kind of ties into like everything we've been talking about, like because even like over covid like jaws became the number one movie in the country like ghostbusters mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all this shit is like and when we talked to tajay last time he was talking about how they're getting just like massive streams now nice because the algorithm has like eliminated the concept of time yep. and shit is just yeah. like like young kids are finding them because Where like, it would take way more effort. You would have to go to never, a store and yeah. the bin is empty, you know, because this record is 10 yeah. years old. I mean, 999,000 times out of, you know, a million kids aren't picking that shit up. No, but right. because of the algorithm, they're finding it. Right. So, like, does that play into the, the resurgence of older, older rapper? Or does, like, Definitely. it sort of does it hinder them because it might sort of leave them stuck in a place where like, that's where they have to be forever. That's true. But I think at the same time, like you just said about your daughter with the Kate Bush record. Yeah. Say she say, it's just like a one-off gimmick for her. Oh, I just mm-hmm. like that song. I want to own it, you know, cause yeah. it's, it's hot right now. Right. Or what if she's like, what else? Yo, I fucking love this woman. Yeah. Like yeah. who else is like her from 86? Yeah. What if I start going down that that like you know I mean she can go down and she has the tech now to go down that rabbit hole yeah. and find those playlists and find everything else to where maybe she only stops she gets off the Kate Bush train with that one record or yeah. one song but then hops on another one you know what I mean and then can keep going down there which is really fucking cool I mean but you're right like for the artist himself I just feel like like we're all artists like 
it's cool if you have a lot of things at the table for people to pick out rather than like i got i got one tuna sandwich you like tuna here it is right. you don't like tuna yeah. i don't have shit it's like i got but tuna pastrami pepperoni very, mozzarella you know what i mean like it's very that's why i made a compilation like around, <laughs> around 2000 was a, a you know slew of artists that were tapping into older styles like chrisette michelle and um oh my god i'm sorry uh, uh oh, you know what joey badass during oh, 2000 but, but, see, but just we're just trying those things out and then those rebirthing those sounds um what's the girl green and all them yeah or oh, even um hurry? go deeper um the girl in black that did the song with nas like you know, oh, you know, reese no with the big bun on her head the white girl it died. oh oh, oh, oh amy amy passed away the girl passed away amy yeah amy winehouse. amy winehouse so like even inherently subconsciously you know we're yeah but white, white people always love old shit if, if you're even, 23 and you do a style from the 60s, people are like, whoa. But it, when Ooh. you do that, though, it makes people go and try to hunt down the originals of that music, even inherently. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not it's not readily available. Everybody's not doing it that way. So who was like, the sister who died? I think it was Shirley. Oh, uh, Sharon. 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 Um, oh, Sharon, that Sharon, Sharon, Sharon Carter. Sharon, Sharon, Sharon what? Sharon Carter from the Death Games? Yeah. From the Dap Kings, but it wasn't yeah. was no, it? No, Sharon, Sharon, Sharon Jones. Sharon Jones. Sharon Jones. Yeah, yeah. 100 Sharon Jones. days, 100 yeah. minutes. Yeah. 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 Like she had that style going yeah, on. But like well, no this... one liked that because she was like six year old black woman doing it. Yeah. Amy Winehouse. But once like that same band started working with Amy Winehouse. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, it's right. the same shit. Yeah. It's the yeah. same exact band. It's, right. Yeah. It's, just, it's yeah. the same shit. <laughs> but again, you, if you if you take any white artist and be like, ooh, they're like 23 and doing a 50s style, white people were like, yeah. Fuck yeah, well, that's real. I mean, music. that's that's universal for I mean, and I don't want to like incriminate myself or nothing, but when you when you see a white person doing an other cultural thing, they're like, oh yeah, now we could put our money behind that. Yeah, as opposed to our own people being like, we're gonna put our money behind our own people because we don't do that. That's like a thing. I don't well, well let me ask you this, and this and this comes up when they have those arguments where black audiences and this is and this predates this discussion mm. it was it was always looked at like when white artists do like the retro style right it's huge right yeah yeah a, a, if a but black audiences want they want the current they want the new they don't want the 25 year old shit well, Does that make the, sense? It's, the, it's, it's, it, but it's just a phenomenon of something standing out of place amongst a sea of similarities. Uh, so, like, just like when they are amazed when somebody like Jason Williams does behind the back passes because right. he's white. You know what right. I'm saying? Literally, yep. if there was, there's five other black point guards at the time that were doing similar things, but yeah. it wasn't on TV. So, you know, you stand out amongst a sea of similarity. So, so when you know when it's flipped and you see, um, like I don't even know. The black art. I can't even pull one out that does like older styles. Like, like think about Jura Jurassic Five, right? Okay. If five fucking white dudes did the Jurassic Five records, that would be the biggest shit in the world. Yeah, that would be the biggest shit. Barbershop quartets back yep. in the days. You know, that da Once white cats started doing it, wearing the pinstripes, black guys are doing it way before that. And then white guys were pairing the pinstripes and snapping their fingers. And this is then they took it out to the Beach Boys, and you know, they you have it. So, you know. It's just a natural way of things, but like so to the to top the list, we have LL Cool J. Beach right? Boys, right, right. right? No, no, <laughs> the artists that we they like. Could do right? it. They could do uh, it. Yeah. LL Cool J. Oh, Slick Rick. 
Yes, he has a thin catalog yeah, though. He, he definitely will do the like the his, but he has definitive songs. Right, he can do the old hits. he can do that he whole album. Smashes. But also I mean I saw the whole album is that, is, is that new? Album. Is that more I mean is that more common now? People What's going that? out and doing their full albums. Like I see, you know, Jizza does it, Raekwon does like I'm gonna do the whole from front to back. I'm gonna do Cuban links front to back. Like did the Beatles do things like that? No. Okay. Um well, it, to me, it's only people that don't have, like Springsteen does three-hour shows. This motherfucker's got forty years of material, and his fans are rabid. Yeah. So none of us are buying new Bruce Springsteen, but he comes out with a new record every couple of years. Yeah. He does three-hour set, and people go with their parents. The parents know the older shit. The right. Bon Jovi. Like, bon Jovi, right? Like they that have that type of shit. Whereas I think Jizza, for example, has nothing after Liquid Swords. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And then he's doing it with a band. Yeah, and I've seen him. Do, I've seen him do Liquid Swords twice, and he's he's re- actually like shockingly amazing performer when he does that. But when he does the other songs, it's a little less lustful. But like Legend of Liquid Swords, one of the worst records I've ever heard in my life. You know what I mean? Like Beneath the Surface is woeful compared to Liquid Swords. You know what so I, mean? like, I think even to come with the bigger point, we're talking about there needs to be a marriage of some type of longevity and more than just your first hit record in order to enter that space we're talking about being able to do three hour power, you know, power performances because you have the material to cover that type of thing. Right. And to, and to go to Alaska's point about what Tajay said, that time doesn't exist. And I remember when he said that, it was pretty amazing. Where he was, I remember he talked about too, about his daughter, where it's like, I think his daughter's like early 20s. And she literally has like every clothing style to last like 40 years. Nice. So one day she'll be like 80s B-boy. Next day she'll be like mod British girl. Next day That's like great. raver girl. Next day like 90s grunge look. Because time doesn't... Because fa- like, there is no definitive fashion before we anymore. Came There's to no this, definitive music anymore. Yeah, before we came to this phase, everything kind of had an expiration date. Like we're talking about. Rappers, right. clothing. Why right. can't you bring out a, a mod style? Who, who said it's out of... Remember, things went out of style. Let's just right. like yep. things went yes. out of style. And I think we've right. kind of scrubbed that notion away. Yeah. Because now you can pull it back out. You pull out your furs from the 70s. You know, people like you, you can do that now. There's a pace. That, like what, what pace I say to you, Castro, is like fans now that, that just want like the grimy East Coast post Griselda Rock Mars. I said to you, I'm like, these motherfuckers just want 1996 and 1998 to never end. Yeah. Like they just yeah. want that that style of rap, that patch. and if anyone keeps making it and keeps pumping it out, they can put out three vinyl a year. These mother- motherfuckers are like, is it ninety six and ninety eight adjacent? I will buy that. Yeah, I don't want anything else. Yeah, because I feel Griselda, like I'm connected. You think Griselda sounds like ninety eight? What do you mean? You think they have a ninety eight sound, Griselda? Like like the cutoff is ninety eight. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought like they 96 had ninety six to ninety eight. What did you think? I mean, I, I was just thinking, like, I had like Griselda has a very low BPM. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. The, and then, and then, and then, like anything '90s. I mean, a lot of '90s stuff is '90 BPM plus, and they're in like the '70, the '70 range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, I'm sorry, I don't mean like the dynamics. I mean, like, the what they're rapping about is what they rap about. Like, nothing's different. You see what I'm so saying? Like, they just like, want, they just want like that's have... like that style of street rap. Yeah. From that time, then it's they got that, the Umbrella right. Academy. That's another crew that's out doing that grimy. Yeah, it's yeah. really a crew called the Umbrella Academy. Who's yeah, there is uh, this cat, uh, a la Prime. It's all it's on. I had an accident record, but they're blowing oh, up, and um, like 
they sell records like fast and, and they cool. have those crazy art covers and it's just like oh know, i know what you're talking about yeah, that my, movement yeah i seen that they have a certain art style they do I'm yeah like, it is and so what's uh, their sound so the sound is of this of the same time period we're talking about it's so it's okay um i want so i want to preface it by saying like you know i i think that the street sound of the 90s is not the street sound of today because mm. um just growing up i remember a lot of the like the ogs in my hood was like cool g rap was the god you know what i'm right, saying right, right and cool g rap you know on the run uh anything cool g rap did was a high bpm sound yes <laughs> yeah he's rapping so I, I mean rarely was there like a 67 bpm or yeah 80s yeah no. So you, so for people to say, oh, that grimy stuff. So I remember people would, for, for instance, in the nineties, when I was like, oh man, stakes is high. And people were like, get out with that, you know, like that pussy hippie shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, 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 you like those dudes as hypocrites, uh, whatever they do drugs. And then they, <laughs> they do and drugs. that was, that's like, that's what I was hearing. And the like, cats was like, yo, shut up, man. With that righteous shit. You know, yeah, cool, they like do drugs when nobody's looking. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, but it was like, you know, like they would always, it would always be cool G rap. And, um, and anybody, and then, um, so in the Lower East Side, we had uh, True Life, the ghetto inmates, mm-hmm. Rays. Um, and, and, and then on the other side of that, the underground side of the Lower East Side, we had Punchline and Baby Power. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, they came from LA. All right. and, 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 and so like, the, but I remember like on because I grew up across the street from Ray's and he was in Ghetto Inmates and um like Cool G Rap was the God like the pinnacle of gangster street sound. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't hear that when I hear these kids. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, no. Nah, well, they but they don't even know who G Rap is because they know everyone that bit G Rap and then was in their purview. A derivative of a derivative. Right. Like Big Pun is a complete derivative of G-Rap, but Pun has like the charm and the humor. But everything about Pun is G-Rap. You know what I mean? Like hmm. all day. Like listen to Pun. It's just, it's all right there. Except he's like silly, whereas G-Rap is not funny like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, pun was definitely, uh, but you know what? Pun is that dude who will snap on you. Right, you know, like he has right. snaps. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he, he had humor attached yeah. to it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then after pun, you have like wait, wait, you have like terminology being like, I worship big pun. I have a big pun tattoo. Love me some big pun. If you say big pun, you say my name. I love big pun. And then he's I've like, I rap like big pun. He raps like he raps like big pun. Like that's his whole thing. But he's like the 2006 big pun. You see what I'm saying? Is it like I mean, but yeah, I do it. But you know, I do that same tree family tree from um like Lord Finesse. I can tell you. Oh, that, you then know, to Big it. L. And then who else from there? So, uh, J- well, I don't think anybody's tried to really bite showbiz and AG because AG will fuck you up. Well, like, <laughs> but just like, you know, so slick. Yeah, yeah just, a-, a is nasty. Yeah, he's real. I, I, I was listening to something old of his. And I was, but even even his new stuff is. Yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, out, like, incredible. just even still back in it. But right. my point, point, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but there are family trees. Yeah. that allow to our old our main point of the ageism to allow these things you know what i'm saying and not just like a direct line of this person's the younger version of this person like we know artists have taken and, and given birth to um other artists of other styles so yeah that's I, what i'm saying i do want to say that i think that griselda and um 
the Umbrella Academy do have their own style. And I can't I, find I'm, Umbrella Academy anywhere. Are you sure that's their name? I'm no, pretty I sure. I, I could be like my mom. Supreme, you know, you know the, like um, moms who mispronounce things incorrectly. <laughs> but you know, the Allah Prem. Allah Prem. He was on Philly up. recently. Yeah. If you look him up, you'll see. Him. Yeah, yeah you'll see his crew. Okay. I'm trying to remember the other guys in the crew, but yeah. Or if you look up, I had an accident record. Records, Is that like um, Creasy in those guys? Yeah, yeah, Creasy's in there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Creasy and a la Preem. Yeah. Dark Knowledge. Um, Dark Arts. Pro Dillinger. Yep. And Mickey okay. Diamond, those dudes. Okay. Yeah. 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 There we go. Pro Dillinger. Okay. Yeah. So yep. it's nothing listed as uh, Umbrella Academy. It's more just like. The one cover has an umbrella on it. I'll give them. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It does. There's a gorilla with a, with a, with a, with a gorilla with a, an umbrella. They have yeah. that, and they also even have like the pro wrestling shit, like Sting versus Flair. Oh yeah, I, I did the write up for that. Oh nice. Yeah, Sting versus Flair. Well, I just get another right. break in there. Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's hit a break and then just come back with like the list. I mean, we just need like one each. I think somebody that like we really dig that's old. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Call out culture. Deep, Booyah. black hand music group. I got right. my, my my pick is gonna. We still recording? Yeah, I know we're we're, I mean, we're recording, we'll but we're gonna cut this out. I was there. Oh, shout out to Prem Rock. I'll keep that in the show. Shout out to Prem Rock. He's the best. He's doing his thing. All right, ready? Yep. yep. Three, two, one, and we are back. We're back. So, fellas, let's uh. Let's take them home with uh, some artists that fit the elder care category that got AARP cards because you can't spell rap. We can't spell AARP without, <laughs> without rap. rap. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so uh, do 40 plus or 50 plus? Oh, I mean, 50 plus Ooh. is going to be slimmer pickings, but I like, I like that 40 and 50 plus. Okay. Yeah. yeah why don't we make it 45 for 40. plus? I was only prepared for the 40 plus. Okay. okay 40, 40 plus is cool. Because because at that stage, I could say like, homeboy sandman and that's a whole different is he over 40 uh his birthday is next next saturday he's gonna be 42 okay gotcha. yeah yeah i mean that's you know yeah, he fits all right yeah he fits yeah oh or who's up first yeah you got him and him and asap rock okay there you Ooh. go as lice as lice so, there it is that's yeah a good one. all right okay. castro um, what you got yeah. oh, i'm flipping it on y'all John Forte recently, <laughs> yeah, you love it, don't you? Recently yeah. came back out on the brass album. He did, yeah, he's on, he's on um, Billy Woods and More Mother's record. He does like guitar singing shit too. Yeah, his new he's albums. flipped it, and so, and he also has a blues like record. Peter Frampton, you're saying? Well, it's sure. him, and um, people would go see Peter Frampton if he had a if he had a concert. I would go see Peter Frampton see, and, John and, and Forte Johnny Winter. <laughs> Yo, John Forte covered "Running Up That Hill" twelve years ago. This shit is yeah. booming on YouTube. And ninety-nine love balloons. You know? Yeah, that was that was a bad single. Big bad pick. But um, yeah, John Forte. Okay. That's my guy. I like it. Zilla, what um, you got? I'm picking Ish from Diggable uh, and Badass Pals. He's fifty-three years old. Yeah, I love him so much. Ish, ish, uh, from but, uh, but, uh, Digable Digable Planets, Shabazz oh. Palaces. Yeah, he's he's my, my top five ever. I just watched the BET Unsung on Digable Planets 
It was so fucking cool. <laughs> he's just a slick ass dude. But yeah, he's is that the one guy. from Philly? No, that that's that's um that's C knowledge doodlebug. C knowledge is from yeah, C knowledge. Oh yeah, I just remembered. Yeah. So the last thing, another thing John Forte did was a duet like blues record with um Valerie June. It's about water. Yeah, so check that out too. I think that came out like maybe five. I, five I can years ago. tell you now that his cover of Running Up That Hill is pretty bad. <laughs> but I love John Forte. Don't get it fucked up. Yeah, I can't uh, imagine sure. it's good. But he's the I love John Forte. I wish I wish he would just come out spitting again. Yeah, he's dope. He's really dope. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> His verse on Cowboys is one of my favorite fucking verses of all time on the score. Last, who you got? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with positive K. <laughs> he he still does no niche tours. Yeah, there we go. He, he, no, he still does. He still I'm going with Fonte. Nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got I got to add to my pick, but that's really oh, here we I go. Like here we oh, would you stop it? I'm gonna. Watch you know, pick seven guys. Shut up! Shut up! Pasta noose and True Blood. Mm. Oh yeah, because we did mention De La Soul, and they, definitely yeah, yeah, 50s yeah. age pretty gracefully. They're, they're in their 50s, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I think because yeah, Fonte's only 43. Um, God damn, he's had a lot done. He's, he's yeah. worked worked a lot of fucking foreign records. exchange stuff. His soul All the, the singing shit too. Yeah. Yeah. Is Q-Tip still producing? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think you have to look far to find him in the credits. I'm pretty he dated sure. my sister-in-law. Oh. Recently or back in the day? Nah, back in Mary Bertram. Holy I mean, shit. Wow. Take it back. That's crazy. I saw, I saw his uh, um his um, high school yearbook picture. <laughs> it's him and the Jungle Brothers. Does he still, he still look the same, don't he? Because he's immortal. Yeah. He's a Highlander. You want to hear something? He's definitely a Highlander. You want to hear something fucking outrageous? In 2012, the source ranked Q-Tip number 20 on their list of the top 50 lyricists of all time. When was this? Yeah. 2012. 10 years wow. ago. Nah, I mean, I like they were Q-tip, but Q-tip's I wouldn't the put number him with 20 the, lyricists. I wouldn't put him with the lyricism. No. Stuff. no I mean, nah, if you do voice, maybe. Voice, yeah. maybe. Yeah, he's, a, voice. he's a rhymer. He's a rhymer. He's not a, a rhymer. rhymer. Right. Not he's a rhymer, yeah. not a rapper. Like, he wasn't yeah. really... He was just kind of saying was what like, came to mind. What? Like if you listen, I to definitely stuff, wasn't ever like hit. Like oh wow, yeah. I gotta rewind that. And again, I always bring up who who do we quote? What are the quotables? They're all yeah, five who, lines. Who gets groove is in the heart? Groove is in the heart. I love five lines. It's all five lines that we quote. We say Q-tip stuff because we know the tribe song. But so are we ready to say that Black Thought is the greatest senior rapper ever? I was trying to like fifties, right? We trying to stay away from that. But yeah, yeah, forty-eight, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely Black so. Thought. Like, nobody's performed at that high a level of that age yet, right? Pharaoh, um, Monch still can, can. But has it. he, though? I mean, uh, performing live, yes. But, like, the, like the, the the recorded material leaves something to desire. Yeah, or, like, his new writings. Like, anything yeah, they, you're kind of hearing. Yeah. All right, so then, so the, what is that? How does this apply to Buster Around? Oh, wow. Because he's gotten less lyrical, but he's still dexterity. It's still yeah. dexterous, you know what I'm saying? It's dexterity yeah. still there, so he's a bit of he a freak can... of nature almost. Like he's like, but he's not saying anything anymore. He used no. to say stuff. Oh, um, you know he what? Never said anything. Time actually, out, because no. I just saw this picture with Chip Fu <laughs> but I love and Buster Oof. Rhymes. Wow, that yeah, just posted, wow. and Chip Fu is still recording. Yo, you know who's dope too? Oh, um, I gotta, I gotta say, wise intelligent. Wise intelligent. Um, uh, Al that. Scratch from Ill Al Scratch. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's doing shit. He's Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you know who else is still, 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 still got it? Um, Dress. 
from black sheep. Yes. Black sheep. Yeah. So yeah. He's a native oh, tongue. You just a native tongues tour. Uh, yeah. Oh, and he did quick. that. He did that record with um Jerobi. Um, yeah, native. Um, native backwards. Uh, real quick, LL Cool J is next upcoming album will be executive produced by Q Tip. Okay, so it'll sound good. It'll sound good. Yeah, but I mean, but can, it, all right. So it, let, but then I, it, we said LL a couple times. Now, right now, twenty twenty two. Can LL still rap? No, we'll see. Because that last um, thing he did was I, like that accidental racism or something. Like when I was just... like ten years ago. Um, <laughs> but that was the last thing he did. What else is song he drops? I don't even think he's on soundtracks anymore. Yo, he he pops up like on a song because he's got that rock the bells radio. Yeah, and he's, he's always like sneaking it. a new song over that. They yeah, all he suck. does. Yeah, you're right. He does. They're all that. terrible. Uh, yeah. So like left to his own devices, maybe not. But with an XP, they can you know. Yeah. guide him a bit but left to his own devices coming up with his own i mean but think about it, like how many songs has he written can he does he even have any more song ideas left like is that possible not just in hollywood he should talk about all the crap he's seen in hollywood yeah, yeah he, he hasn't Listen. been personal yet that's that's a good point dude. he hasn't like bared all I mean, he a song had father anymore. so there's a all lot of material. i ever needed was a father <laughs> that's all all i needed was a father y'all when he's wrapped on uh, father figure. Tone Loke is a member of the Over 50 Club, too. Tone he's got to be six. Okay. He's got to be six. In case you're wondering. How old is he? Um, Hold on. This was oh, an and article I would... from 2022. Mm-hmm. And I guess they just turned 50, maybe? And not to end on such a dial note, but I would be remiss to not mention how many rappers we have lost at the age of 50 in these last three or five yeah. years. COVID we lost Bismarcky, bro. COVID-related. We lost Shock G. <laughs> we lost ecstasy from yep. um Houdini Doom. at 50. Yep. Doom at 50. DMX at 50. Black oh. Rob at 50. Like oh. you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. um didn't the guy from PM Dawn do you think? Well, I don't want Prince B, he he died before COVID. Okay, but but look at his right age, now. he was 50 or oh, 40. Like there, this is this yeah, seems like really some weird health. cutoff. And I just want you know us rappers to just pay attention. We are adult rappers, you know, and everybody knows my current situation. Get your health mm-hmm. checked. Look and look just you're gonna face your mortality. Take it a little more seriously. Don't live by the CD. Yo, you you know who took his health seriously? I didn't realize he's 46 years old. Rick Ross. Oh, oh he wow. fixed he fixed it because he was definitely yeah morbidly obese. Yeah, yeah, he was having like sleep apnea problems. He, I think he might have had like a mini stroke on the on the private jet. Yeah, he did have seizures. a stroke. And they were they were talking about it with the um. They thought it was drank, but it was probably had to do with his obesity. Yeah. Um, wow, you're, you're, oh, Jesus! I think it was Grandmaster Theodore, right? Yeah. He, Look super young, super young, vegan, super like just Jack. And I think he's what 60, 70. Go check how old Styles P is. And he Styles looks P's great. Like 40 something. Well, right? Styles P and Jada Kiss are, are are with the um the bar um yeah, the juice, the juicing thing. But that that's no, recent no, no, no. though. No, it's the bartenders. He's they're down with the bartenders. The bartenders are those guys who do the calisthenics in the street. The dude oh, giant, wow. giant wow. who runs uh bartender. Yeah, they, yeah. they do all the crazy calisthenics, and that's why Jada Kiss is all in their health stuff. Styles P, they've all, I think, some, some, and we look into some of their rap, some of them had regiments already, like you know what I'm saying? Some of them were taking care, of. but I'm just saying the nature of, of this lifestyle you're eating on the run, you know, you're drinking whatever, right? And you turn around and you're 40 something, and you're still yeah. trying to put out records, so like you know, just take well, heed, a- take heed. There's a lot of there, there were hip hop songs that told us how to take care of ourselves. Like <laughs> oh, the Dead Press though. Yeah. Well, then there's also <laughs> KRS One, the, the the beat song about beef. Yeah. Yep. Right. 
Yeah. Um, Beef. What a relief. I know um, X Clan probably had a, a song or two about somewhat nutrition, but I don't, you know, whatever was what's in style. <laughs> we should have made a rap keto, uh, a keto rap when it was popular. Oh, keto is not, that's not good for you at all. Um, my boy Piso that. wanted to do an album called Paleo. He we wanted to name Yo, one he... of our albums Paleo. Oh, Piso's dope, dude. Yeah, oh, thanks. I like thanks. I made him myself. No, no, <laughs> no, yeah. I'll let him know. He oh, he just put out some comic books, uh, that he wrote. He's been writing comics. Wow, nice. He's a fellow. Nice. Uh, what do they Comic call head. us? What do they call us? Comic book people. Like the whole beginning of this episode, I was looking up like comic books, slide sells so, like tattoo ideas. I just want to get like, you want to get a cell? I mean, I mean, yeah, well, because I, I oh, wasn't again. I'll tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be. I know exactly what it's going to be, but that's it's going to be, gonna be but, one or two. It's going to be a beer C. Well, my, my wife was like, well, if you get one, she's like, you can't just get one. You have to get like a whole thing. A page. So I saw. Right, I saw a dude had a whole page it. of Daredevil comic. But the, like, yeah, so either, on one, so, like the whole shit. But see, that's the that's way crazy. to do it. You're either going to focus on one character, or it's going to be the theme of a certain characters and have three or four of them. So like, if you have like three or four mutants, right. or well, three or four the, there, there's a way I thought to incorporate. And then I saw someone had the idea already, and I'm like looking at. It, I'm like, okay, that might be a way to do it. My wife was like, no, you're not going to get one thing. If you're going to do this, you got to go all fucking out. And I'm like. I don't have oh, wait, ten thousand um, dollars. Yeah, friend. yeah. Wait, wait. Tattoos old, cost money. Yeah, our yeah. old friend did that. Wait, are you gonna get Adam Nancy? Answer. Like the Nancy Adam, comic Adam, strip right? tattoo? Yeah, just Is that where you're gonna? Voice back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get Nancy Beetle Bailey. <laughs> Nancy. Family, family circles. circles. And um, Jughead and Jughead and Foxtrot and then fucking and a Marmaduke. You have to get a Marmaduke. A Marmaduke. And have him like falling out of the panel because he's so big. Some handicap hot fries on your back. Handicap. Yeah. Yeah, you well, know, you thugged out handicap. <laughs> so where is it going, and what is it? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it would be like somewhere on on my arm. But my 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 thinking is to do the corner box that would be on the you know issue of comics, where it have like the faces of people that were in the issue. Yes. Yeah. Oh like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. the Marvel ones where yeah, like the, the X Men, right. like Secret like, Wars had that. Yeah, like had all the faces, and they literally yeah. stopped doing it after certain because you remember Fantastic Four. Sometimes they would, they would like have the, them the right? tower, and they'd be like wrapped around it. It wouldn't even yeah. be the faces. They would do like a whole right, or like Daredevil would have one, or like Punisher. So swinging. Yeah. I was looking at some of those, and people have them done, but like if they get it, it'll, it'll take up like their entire shit. Because like they the want those small, like, small faces to be somewhat recognized. Yes, so to be real big. Like, but it would be like go that to the cl- gym, get the bigger arm. Bigger yeah, arm. like dude, I'm, yo, I remember I saw this dude one time in the gym. He had the worst fucking tattoo of all time. Did he had a, a half, half Batman, half Iron Man uh, face. That's so like the faces the don't even line up. One has sense. a helmet, so, and one has it, a scowl. So yeah, one it makes sense. Different universes. Then he should have done half Bruce Bruce Wade to have Tony Stark, right? Like with I'm a like, drink in their head, I'm but like, not like not. I mean, but if that. it was like Adam West and Robert Downey Jr., that would kind of fire. Really cool. I would live. I'm like, well, that's at least funny. This fire. guy's kind of cool. Right. He's, he's making. But it, and it, they were both like serious looking, like Batman with the scowl on a fucking Iron Man. I'm like, what is that? Oh, that just gave me a great idea. I'm gonna do a face off tattoo of them facing the mirror, and either side is gonna be Nicolas Cage, and then. John Travolta on the other side. It's gonna be a face, face off, right in the middle of my back. Face off. My wife loves that movie. It's for so me to great. stop him, I and there's gonna be like him. doves from my lower back flying outward up to my shoulders. <laughs> Amazing. 
angle. I, I would just get like Van Dam to a I big split across your yeah, back. Yeah, I would get him. Not a time like, cop. Yeah, time cop or or blood sport when he's like stretched on. The but it has to chairs. be the split. You should do the it across split. your collarbone. So like his face is right. on your neck. His like Frank Dukes. Your neck and his legs are your collarbones. And then say Frank Dukes was telling the truth on your chest. <laughs> Frank Dukes never lied. All right, yo. I or think hard that's target. It. I think, yeah. <laughs> when he had the he mullet and hard target. And, and this is another good Frank thing Dukes about ageism like. with rap is we have the best references because we can go all the way back to the 80s to uh, Hong yeah. Kong Fooey. You yep. won't even know what we're talking Hong about. Kong Fooey. It's great. Last Number Olympics. one. But hey, I, all our listeners out there, if you hear a rapper in these realms that we're talking about, take a second to go research some of the references. You might be pleasantly surprised and find yeah. a whole universe of things that you didn't know about when TVs had dials and radios had stations. Your kids are, are on YouTube all the time. Yeah. Kids are on YouTube all the time. I'm, I'm, Deep, I'm on YouTube. Well, I watch YouTube. I watch YouTube religiously. Over TV. Yeah, over TV. Way yeah. over. Because I can just watch what I want. I'll put a search in. I was watching 94 NBA Rewind compilations. There you go. Wait, I'm, I'm going to share. All right. Well, we'll wrap up and I'll share my screen real quick. Just show All right. So this has been Call Out Culture. I'm Curly Castro here with my man Alaska, my other wow. man Zilla Rocker. Tonight we had the one and only Deep from Two Hungry Brothers. Me. Got the album out. What is it called? Music my, no. my dad listens to? There you go. There it is. <laughs> I'm paying what attention. dad listens to. What like dad that. listens to. And it's a great a dad on the album. He's great, on great cover. So you won't. Yeah, the cover's awesome. Yeah. Cover's awesome. Alaska has two on songs cover, right? on there. That is my son on the cover. Yeah. Alaska's got two cuts on there, Deep Developer yep. Production. So we want y'all to all go check that out, stream it, and then buy it. Do it in that order. Yeah. There it is. The and, link will um, be in the uh, in the bio. In the show description. And so the record is vinyl available. A record was cut. Yeah. You remember, when, you remember when parents used to be like, are you going to cut a record? Because <laughs> <laughs> they knew it was expensive. Yeah, with a but knife. Deep, thank you for, <laughs> for stopping in with us tonight and having a good time with us talking about our old ass. Yo, La- um, Angry Lawn Rap. That's what it's called. Grant's Reno shit. Long yeah. All right, y'all. We'll holla at y'all. Call our culture. Peace. 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 Peace.